0: Welcome to episode 16 of Tice Talks. We are in the third part of our series on Pastor Tice's book Raising God's Kids in Sin City. Do your kids love to serve or do they think it's the worst chore ever? We're going to talk about that today with Charity Berkey. Welcome to Serving Together.
1: Good to have my daughter again with us as we're talking about serving together in ministry. I love
2: serving together with you. Well, I love right now. Right now, serving
1: (laughs) together, we're doing something. Last
2: thirty-eight years. That's it.
1: (laughs) What a wonderful time! Hey, um, hey, Charity had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to you! And so we're so glad that you are with us. Uh, We are going to talk about how to help your children enjoy ministry, which corresponds to the third chapter, which is serving together, right? Serving
2: together, yes. It corresponds just like the last two podcasts. You can get your book at com. It's called Raising God's Kids in Sin City. It's an excellent book just teaching on what you and mom did to help raise your kids in the midst of a crooked and perverse world yeah we had raise uh, your kids to love God
1: we had people ask us all the time could you just tell us how you raised your kids to serve God they all want to serve the Lord Uh, and you're living in Las Vegas Nevada so we just actually uh, wrote down an old outline and from that outline we developed a book I actually teach a series on on uh, this uh, for different uh, ministries and so uh, I'm, I hope you'll get the book. I hope you'll tune in. But we're not going to talk about what's in the book. Right, we're going like to talk about things that, that
2: correspond with each chapter. That's
1: right. So to complement what, what is in the book. So today we're talking about ministering with your children and, and how to, how to uh, get them to love ministry. And the first thing we want to talk about is the fact that number 1 we you should know you should try to find out what your child's spiritual gift is.
2: Yeah, will you tell us a little bit about what you were saying about how we are a gift? And you were just telling me back in the office, you are a gift and you're a gift from God and within that gift of God there are these seven, variety of gifts. A variety of gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: people take um there's two chapters in the Bible that deal specifically with spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and Romans chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 deals specifically with um, a, a, a lot of apostolic gifts. But 1 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about... Will you
2: explain apostolic gifts real quick?
1: There were gifts that were given specifically for the apostolic age. So, signs, miracles. So they miracles. don't
2: necessarily mean that they're for us now. Yes. Okay.
1: But when you go to Romans chapter 12, you've got motivational gifts or practical gifts that we believe are available for every in, in, uh, in every church. In fact, we believe that each one of these gifts need to be... Uh, use within within the local church do you Uh, mind
2: listing off what those gifts are and what they mean
1: uh, those gifts are number one prophecy Number two, exhortation. Prophecy means preaching. Uh,
2: and so a man or a woman could have this, correct? Like, that's exactly right. Because mom, my yes. mom has the gift of prophecy. Yes. My mom does too. Yes. yes, and I think you have a bit of prophecy in you too, Miss Crystal. <laughs> Doctor.
1: There's a, there's a little, there's, a, there's some limitations. Uh, the Bible tells us that a woman shouldn't pastor proclaim, in the church, but it just means proclaiming, proclaiming truth. truth right? Yeah, and, and a, there's a sincere desire within somebody with a gift of prophecy to speak the truth right. it has to be I spoken. have a lot
2: of girlfriends that have that deep desire to share my, my sister-in-law Heather she wants to share truth with those around her yes and it's not does, so much to share; it's that you you need to know what is right, the, yeah, <laughs> and, and you and can discern it. that yeah. you can discern problem. right and wrong as well. That's like exactly you right. can look at a situ- situation and say, "Nope, this is biblically correct." No, this is not biblically correct.
1: Yeah, and and so a prophet does that. Okay. An exhorter is somebody who encourages people to live what is right and do do what's right. So the gift of exhortation, he's encouraging um, where the the uh, prophet might say, this is, this is absolutely what needs to be done. The, the bar- person with the gift of encouragement would say, you can do that. You can do it. Then Prophets
0: the- and exhorters don't always get along.
1: No, that's exactly right. <laughs> because
0: prophets are like, stop coddling them. Just, Just have them do them the do right it. thing. <laughs>
1: that's right. My wife and I, when we're counseling, I'm encouraging and she's saying, get it right. Just get it right. So what it you're makes doing you a good,
2: balanced team.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> so then there's teaching there's a the gift of teaching which is teaching uh the gift of, the gift of uh, teaching will say okay this guy's encouraging you to do what's right the prophet's telling you what is right the teacher's telling you how to do it these right. are
2: the little details that go along with how to do all these things people are demanding of you to that's do. exactly
1: right <laughs> then the mercy shower when you don't do it right is there showing mercy <laughs> the, the gift of mercy and um, there's not anybody in this room that has that gift, uh, and so well, uh,
2: let me encourage you that we can have that gift.
1: You, work, you need to work at have these things in your life, but there. I've been working on
2: the like, spiritual gift of mercy since I
0: was 12 years old, and my father said, "You will develop mercy."
1: <laughs> then there's beyond that. There's number five, which is the gift of helps, uh, which which just says, "Look." Your, is, these are people that within the church do all the background work, all the things that nobody else uh, sees, but they've, they, they're, they're, they're things that have to be done in order for ministry to take place. The gift of helps, very, very important and then the gift of administration this is the organizer this is pastor shore in our uh church is I administration
2: mean, the same as ruling ruling yes. it's like delegating yes it's being, being able, able to, to look and okay, say
1: so if, we're, if we have this thing mm-hmm. uh then we need to do it so and then there's there's uh, so you have those are the seven gifts that are mentioned now so i i like to compare it to an apple farm uh so uh I, I, I tell people all the time. So like, you got an apple farm. Here's the prophet. The prophet saying, you need to pick apples. You need to pick apples. You need to pick apples. And the, the gift... Because
0: they are going to go bad, and that
1: would be a waste of food. That's right. There it would be reason. sin. And they see it the would,
2: black and white between yes. it. it, like, this it is...
1: It'll be a sin if you do not get these apples mm-hmm. and we don't get them. The encourager comes along and says hey, we can do this. We can do... Look how
2: many you already got. You
1: you may not think you can climb and pick apples, but you can pick apples. The teacher says, here's how to pick apples. Now, when you see a particular apple, you need to make sure it it looks a certain color and you need to take it out and you need to put it in the basket. You need to climb the ladders. Be careful as you're climbing the ladders. Here's the steps for doing that. The mercy shower... Says all oh, you fell off the ladder, and all oh, it's here. okay.
2: You picked it's a so one okay that's not right. That's yeah. And if we don't, the don't get them all, yeah, it'll Tomorrow. get done eventually. We're you the person can with better. the gift
1: of helps is not. Picking apples, he's saying, "Hey, what can I get for you? Here, what can I do? Let Here, can I you help you? Sem- Here, lemonade. I'll take the basket. Here's another basket, and okay. and making those available. The gift of administ- the gift the guy with the gift of administration or ruling says, okay, we if we're gonna have to pick apples, then this is how we're gonna do it. I'm g- we're gonna get six ladders. We're gonna get uh,
2: Tom six, Sawyer six- had the, the the gift of administration that's and ruling, exactly
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> and so so he's he's going to say do this do this do this and tell us how to do that all of those gifts get the apples picked
2: so okay so now that we know that all the how important each of those are okay. how do you find out what gift you have and what gift your child has but well, wait there's...
0: charity what's your spiritual gift because I, I think we've been put on blast over here <laughs> but what's yours
2: um, I believe I have the two highest is encouraging, ex- exhortation, and prophecy. Mm-hmm. Was that what you would, I would guess? Agree, yes. What about you?
0: Oh, uh, teaching and prophecy are my two highest.
1: My gift is exhortation. Now, I, I want to say we all this that. That I believe this. <laughs> I believe that every individual is a gift from God to the local church and i believe that every individual has a variety of these different gifts within them strong or that w- one of them might be the most strong Wait, did we miss one or the might most dominant what's that
0: i think we missed a gift did which we which one the gift of giving Oh
2: yes! Oh
1: yes! I don't. Yeah, the gift of giving—that's my favorite
0: one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On the receiving end, (laughs) on the receiving end.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because the gift of giving is very important. In the apple farm, how in the world are they going to get ladders? How are they going to? How are they going to take those things to market? How are they going to do anything unless somebody with the gift of giving that's says, good. "Here, I'll give you the tools you need in order to build this." thing.
2: And they know how to who to give the apples to. That's, hey, this needy person—they need some apples. That's and exactly right. That so is, the
1: gift of giving is very, very important. Thank you. I was looking at my list; it's sort of scribbled out here, and so I, I, I missed that. So Thank when
2: you, so hey, don't tell them about that's our right. our I chicken was... scratch over here. <laughs>
0: I was thinking about the different gifts in my family. We have a family member who has the gift of giving. And you would never know it if you didn't know that was his gift because that's the way givers are. You don't know what all they're doing when you're not looking.
1: He says, in fact, he says when you give, give with simplicity. Hmm. Yeah. And so that you're not noticed. So, So
2: how do we find out what our spiritual gifts are?
1: Okay. There's a variety of ways you can do it. Now, number one, you can just by talking to other people. You let ask people what they think your spiritual gift is, and they'll tell you. But your actions will, by by watching your own life and thinking, what are the things that I really enjoy doing? Uh, you will you'll have a natural after you get saved. You'll have a natural propensity towards those things. I I don't have. Um, a, I don't have a natural propensity before I was saved to ever stand up in front of anybody and do anything. Okay. But when I got saved, the Spirit of God gave me the gift of exhortation and the gift of teaching. And so what I do is I teach in a very encouraging fashion. And that means standing up in front of people, which I thought I'd never do. Right. So that's, that's again, a spiritual gift. You, so, so just by talking to people, by examining yourself and letting other people tell you what's on their mind. So let's say that. I'm
2: a mom driving down the street right now and i'm listening to this podcast and i think i would like to know you know and i will i'll talk to my friends and ask them is there a more concrete way that i can say when i get home i can look up this or when i what do i do
1: well we have a a spiritual gifts test that we got from a gentleman named billy ham years and years ago and what you can do is it it examines these it's a list of 70 questions and in those 70 questions you can you can uh answer or you can fill it out uh and answer questions we it's can, it's if with they a, come it's a yes or a yes, i don't no, know maybe or uh or definitely definitely not okay so, so
2: this test though does it make it that so i can call the church and get that test or i can go to facebook the liberty baptist church facebook yeah
1: you can go to experienceliberty.com and on experienceliberty.com you can email us and you can ask for um you can ask just for request. the spiritual That's gifts test. That's all we have to do. Yeah. Okay, just so request just request it. it. Request the spiritual gifts test. No, what I would suggest is you sit down with your with your children, like uh, sit down with a particular child and have him fill out the spiritual gifts test and answer the questions for himself or herself. And then you answer the questions as if you were there, how you would think they were going to answer awesome. the so question. Awesome. So get two
2: different. I haven't done this with my kids, and I know earlier you said you would recommend just higher grade school yes. starting, and we have two higher grade schools. So you got eight, eight
1: 10, 12? Yeah. Uh, and you can even do this in th- with teenagers, and they sit down, they take the test, then you compare your answers with theirs, and you're going to get a pretty good idea. And these are
2: fun things to do, because everyone loves learning about themselves. Yes. And so it's not like, oh, we're going to go sit down and take a test. This is an exciting thing. Hey, you're going to take this test. I'm going to take the test based on what I think your answers are going to be, and we're going to see there's no right or wrong answer.
1: No, it's not a flunk or fail. Actually, you fill that you fill that out, then... Uh, send it back to us, we will, and there's no charge to this, you, then we will send you the results and you'll see a graph. And, uh, and it show,
2: shows you, I love the graph. It shows you because no one is completely base zero. Yes. On, but some of them Except are lower. Crystal, no mercy. No and mercy. There's a
1: zero. <laughs> there's, there's a little bit,
0: but mercy. you can
2: see it's like a, it's like a mountain. <laughs> it like skyrockets rock a Prophecy. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> So. All right, great. So. Once so you figure out, you got to figure out what your spiritual gift yeah, and is. And
1: then then get your children involved in, in areas that would complement their spiritual now don't,
2: gifts. Now, don't wait to get the spiritual gifts test and to take it to, before you start serving. Yeah, <laughs> I can't serve yet. I haven't taken the spiritual gifts test. <laughs> no, you can still start serving before that. But this is a helpful tool on figuring out where is best for you to serve and where is best for your child to serve
1: and again you can get that spiritual gifts test probably other places but if you can't find it and you'd like to get one from us you can you can get that on on experienceliberty.com. let me mention this too but that's not the only thing we want to we want to in encouraging our children to enjoy ministry you should let them uh, you should teach them that every area of ministry is very, very vital, very, very, very important. Oh, that's
2: an excellent point.
1: You guys served in just so many different fashions in ministry. Um, We went, we would go to camp, I I think particularly at camp. uh, You worked as a...
2: Linen girl. The linen girl. Okay, I
1: was going to say the word maid, but uh, that 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 was it. Uh, You, as a linen girl, what did you do?
2: I would go, there was two hotels that... Um, so they had the big campsites, and they had have the big cabins for all the kids. But then in the two different hotel rooms, or I'm sorry, two different hotels that each had, oh, I can't even remember.
1: Five or six rooms. Yeah. Five or
2: six rooms on each one. I would go in, and I would act as the maid. That's, I would go in during chapel time and I would tidy up the room and I would empty trashes and that was my that was my job I would at the ends of the week I would just switch out the sheets all that different kind Not of for
1: stuff. like family camps family camps
2: yeah for a or teen, the guest speaker any yes yes. so that's what I would do and I would go in and do that every single day and I loved it it was something it wasn't it was just something that you I you know I didn't like wiping down toilets, <laughs> but I enjoyed serving. Yeah, I it mean, wasn't you, a... you
1: learn to enjoy doing, it. and you're right. at camp. The the, right. the focus when you're doing something like this is the, hey, you get to go to camp for free, right? And you get to enjoy this, and this is what you do, and uh, so you, there's benefit for ministry. Uh, Matt and Josh both served in uh, going to. Um, uh they they served in the dish room. I mean, first right. thing they did was wash dishes and clean dishes um and that's what they did and Then they worked their way up year after year became in different involved in different aspects of the ministry. um I can remember this when when uh when Matt went to college um,
2: I remember he, when Matt went to college and he sent in before he went, he filled out all of his papers and he had it already sent in. And you asked him, "What did you write down as your previous job? Oh, that I was dishwasher at at um, West Branch Camp. And you said, "Oh, you shouldn't have put that. <laughs> you are going to be put in the dish room, but that's okay. That's exactly okay. That'll happened. be needed." And it was neat how God worked, yeah, all that out. Tell he, us
1: he went into the he went into the work he went into work and they put him uh, as the dishwasher. In the back room, I mean, there were a bunch For of dishwashers.
2: Four thousand five hundred students.
1: Yeah, that's right. So he's washing dishes, and um, what he did was, as he was because he learned to enjoy ministry, he, he
2: whistled while he worked. That's right.
1: He would sing and just wash dishes, and and the supervisor became so impressed with him that she said, "What we need to do is we need to create a new position where we have a." a host in our dining room that's greeting people when they come in and you'll be perfect for that position and so then for the rest of his time there i think for the next three and a half years yeah, he was the host he was the host and and met all the sorts room. of people mm-hmm. yeah because he had the right attitude in ministry and so teach them look everything that you do is important everything you do
2: uh, and that there's purpose in the dishwashing, too, because there has to be, even if he stayed as the dishwasher, there has to be the dishwasher. Dish, that's exactly and right. You and cannot there's joy in that serving. You cannot do anything else you're
1: doing. You can't have a college. You can't have a, you can't have, uh, you can't have a camp. You can't have a church. If, you, if people aren't willing to serve, clean, do everything then uh, you're not going to have these ministries. Every ministry is important. Now,
2: that leads us to the third point about focusing on the primary things that God asks all of us to do. Just because your spiritual gift doesn't, tell, doesn't lead you to um, soul winning, yes, makes it natural for you to share Jesus with others, doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it that's right
1: you should get your children and again you're serving along with them uh you're serving along with them get them involved in the key things of ministry my my children think that i can lead anybody to christ because they've gone out door to door with can't me can't you soul winning what's that, that was can't good you my <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh i've taken my kids I remember Faith going out door knocking with me and knocking on doors. I remember a lady coming out and cussing us out one day. Um,
0: oh, she, sweet Faith. Yeah, these are, <laughs> Do this to charity. And she just looked faith.
1: at me like, how are you going to wow. respond to you this? Could
0: you could handle know. it better. What's that? I said that should happen to charity, not
2: Faith. faith would probably pray for them more. So, well, that's true. <laughs> more compassion. <laughs> you the, would call um, down fire from me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm done now. Okay. <laughs> the point is
1: we were... Uh, we, uh, they got to see us win souls they matthew went through the very first discipleship class it really wasn't i mean he was like um 10 11 years old and we had this we decided this a new discipleship ministry we were going to establish and I made him go through everything and every he wasn't class. thrilled oh he scribbled in the book and I mean you could find that book but it I, was
2: good training yeah, for him and it it wasn't he, it wasn't what he was geared towards or yeah. that he's naturally prone to but it's something that is commanded of God That's to right. all of us so
1: so and and he learned the importance of discipleship and, and he did gain some truth from from that so um, we took we took you guys all to Mexico on a missions trip together. Uh, we took when when you guys were uh, out in college, we we took Faith and Hope to Fiji uh, to, together, and all of that was just to say we want you to be involved in ministry. It's important that your children understand that they should love, enjoy, and. Um, uh, love enjoy and be involved in ministry and if they grow up thinking this is fun this is really enjoyable then they'll want to enter into ministry later on it won't be something like oh i don't want to do that the rest of my life Um, it's it'll be something that where they'll look at it and say this was what we did together this was enjoyable and they'll want that Uh, and that's what
2: you want for every person not just people that Our vocational ministry, you know, people that get paid to go soul winning, paid to preach. You want every God's God's call is that all of us learn to be the servant and to minister everywhere we go to be that representative of Jesus Christ. And when we use these kinds of tools, it helps us develop in our children how to be the servant that God wants us to be and how to want to be the servant not all the times do you want to No that's you know? right sometimes
1: <laughs> sometimes being in in ministry is a tough thing but when I when I focus on the rewards of the ministry and and I and I think back man overall we've had a great life together so right. Well thank you uh, charity for your input thank you for coming Thank you and don't forget
2: his... to get your copy of the book at davidtyce.com the today's chapter is serve together. So you, this totally different information that we've talked about on the podcast today, but it coincides with the chapter. So make sure, davidtice.com, grab your book today.
1: Remember, this is Tice Talks. And it's more than a conversation.
2: Thank you for joining us for episode
0: 16 of Tice Talks, the third part in our series based on Pastor Tice's book, Raising God's Kids in Sin City. As Charity mentioned, you can pick that up by visiting davidtice.com or our church website at experienceliberty.com. Be sure to join us next time for episode 17 as we continue in this series.